college football season is over, but there's still some things to talk about. So on today's show, we're going to look at, I, I can't even talk, a big NBA story. We're also going to look at two college football stories that I think are very important. And we're even going to dive into one NFL story that isn't going to be on 3rd and 10 for once. Everyone, this is Benchwarmers Club. Let's jump right into it. So, if you are a fan of Tennessee football, you have just been dropped into hell. Tennessee football is about to be, come maybe a joke to the SEC. Now, let's all pretend we're not stupid. Everyone cheats in college football. Every single team that is good has cheated in some capacity. Players are paid. Boosters pay somehow players. There are ways that guys get money. That's just the way it works in basketball and football, the two sports that generate the most revenue. If you don't think your team's cheating, you're probably not being honest with yourself. Because it's just a part of the culture of NCAA football and basketball. Now, to be caught cheating and to do it as stupidly as Tennessee did is a completely different argument. Jeremy Prude apparently was paying people money in McDonald's bags. Just handing out McDonald's bags of cash to recruits. How stupid do you have to be to get caught doing something that dumb? I mean, teams like Old Miss... It took a long time to figure this all out, but at Tennessee, it didn't take that long to figure out what they were doing. There are ways to do this, which Nick Saban does, which Ed Orgeron does, the way Ryan Day does, heck, the way uh, the guy in USC does it. But you want to know if they're smart enough not to get caught and how to do it properly. If you're going to pay players with cash inside McDonald's bags, you don't deserve to be a head coach. You are too inexperienced and you need to learn. Now, I don't think cheating's good. I'm just telling you the reality. Everyone does it in college football. It's just the culture. It's just the way it goes. So that's why this Tennessee story just amazes me. How someone making so much money, and plus the guy paying players could only win two games in a year. That's ridiculous. It's a sick joke. If you're a Tennessee fan, you got nothing to celebrate about. You had no good moments. At least Old Missy can say, hey, we had a few good years. We had a guy named Treadwell who was amazing. What, what are you going to say at Tennessee? You won two games? Give me a break. Embarrassing. People within that program should be... Also, if allegedly this is true, that... He was fired because Tennessee didn't want to pay his clause and they self-reported because of that. If they already had known, what a joke. What a joke. And no one should want to work for Tennessee football because that is just terrible. They would betray their own coach just to get out of his contract. That's pathetic. Tennessee football is already one of my most hated teams in the country. They just went up a few more notches. I will never again... Even I don't root for Tennessee football. I will never again even consider rooting for them. They are a slimy school. If in fact this all true just proves to be true. I believe these allegations though. That they did this to get out of his contract. 
because if they self-reported, they wouldn't have done it unless they had an ulterior motive. Schools just don't self-report like that. How pathetic. University of Tennessee, first of all, for being so dumb with your cheating, you're pathetic. And if you did this as a backstabbing effort to fire your coach, you're pathetic. Moving on. Steve Sarkeesian has been hired at Texas, which is great. He had a heck of a, he called a heck of a game at the national championship, which I'm going to get into in one moment. Really excited. I forgot to mention it in the opening. I haven't yet talked about it. Unless you listen to 3rd and 10, which you really should. You see, Sark is getting a second chance. He was at USC. Unfortunately, he had an alcohol problem. Got booted out. He's going to be back, though, at Texas. Great hire. Tom Herman was a good coach, but Tom Herman obviously wasn't getting the job done. And it's the right move to go with who you think can win for you now. Sark is going to bring a new offensive look. He's going to probably bring in better personnel. Hopefully create a better culture at Texas. I think this is a A-plus hire, a home run, if you will. Next, national championship game. Here's what I got to say. Alabama looked like they were on a different level. This wasn't even a team in their stratosphere. Ohio State was so outmatched, so embarrassed. It wasn't even close. Harris is amazing. Smith is amazing. Mac Jones is pretty darn good. This was a mega team. Their defense wasn't even that great. In fact, I think most of them are coming back next year. They're probably going to be even better next year, which is scary. Nick Saban is the greatest coach in college football history. In fact, he might be the greatest coach of all time. He might be better than Bill Belichick because of how hard it is to win in college football. Now, Ohio State... Justin Fields, he played his heart out. He just wasn't good enough. And he might have cost himself being the first pick. Except Urban Meyer and Jacksonville changes everything, which I'll get into later. I think the best player on that Alabama team, though, was Harris. Smith was a joy to watch, though. But Harris, I think he's going to do the most to the next level. And I'm going to be excited to see him play. Smith, though, is no joke. That kid is amazing. And... I wish I could have saw him play more at Alabama. I wish I could have watched more games. He's so darn good. Those were just my quick thoughts. Basically, Urban Meyer going to Jacksonville is a really interesting take. He's probably going to take Justin Fields, let's be honest. Because he tried to recruit him. He knows what kind of athlete he is. Urban Meyer's always been good at developing guys too. If there is one thing that you might be worried about with Urban Meyer is that he always gets into a controversy every once in a while. But I think it's worth the risk. Let's just for a sec look at Urban Meyer's history. When it, at least when it comes to quarterbacks. And why I think he's going to take Justin Fields and why I think he's going to do a good job. Utah, Alex Smith. Developed him into being a really good passer. Florida, Tim Tebow. Developed him into being a really good passer. Ohio State, T.J. Barrett, Braxton Miller, Cardell Jones. Developed all of them into being really good passers. The guy just knows how to develop quarterbacks. Why will Jacksonville be any different? Urban Meyer's a home run hire. He also knows how to deal with egos. Something I was talking about on 3rd and 10. He had to coach some teams that had a lot of talent. And to tell you the truth, I'm not worried about him dealing with all those egos at the NFL level. I think he'll be able to kind of keep it all under control. If I do have one concern... Maybe it's that because he's going to be at a talent disadvantage, which he never really was except at Utah. 
that might be the one concern, but he's gonna he knows how to build a roster. I think he's gonna be fine. Last story, very quickly. And it involves the NBA. We got an NBA story. We're talking about the Harden trade to Brooklyn. Now, some people are very high or low on this. I fall into the category that thinks James Harden going to the Nets is going to get them to the finals. Will they beat LeBron? Probably not. I don't think this team is going to... I think this team's going to work good enough to get to the finals. I don't think they're good enough to win it. Kyrie Irving at the moment, at least after these few games they've been together, is taking too many shots. James Harden, he's back in shape, but he, he I don't think he's James Harden. Kevin Durant's really good, though. Kyrie Irving's kind of the person who holds this team back a little bit. Maybe they trade him for a King's Ransom. Maybe not, but Kyrie Irving, he's a beast. And, sorry, not Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant, he's a beast. James Harden, he's only going to get better. This trade is going to get the Nets to the finals, as much as it pains me to say. Uh, Steve Nash is a pretty good coach. Hopefully he can handle these egos. Hopefully. This is exciting. I mean, the NBA has a true super team. This is exciting, guys. Come on. Let's not pretend like we're not all happy. The NBA's ratings have absolutely tanked. This might get them back up to speed. Honestly, people want to see mega teams. The Warriors drew good numbers. The Nets are going to draw big numbers in the playoffs. Just you watch. Everyone, this was a very quick episode. I try to keep it under 10 minutes. Thank you for listening and take care. Hopefully you had some fun. And I'll see you next time. You just listened to Benchwarmer's Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Thank you for listening. And we hope you listen again. Until then, God bless, praise Christ, and thank you for listening to the show.